Hana is 16 and knows nothing but a life lived under occupation. Japan annexed Korea in 1910, and Hana speaks fluent Japanese, is educated in Japanese history and culture, and is prohibited from speaking, reading, or writing in her native Korean. She is a second-class citizen with second-class rights in her own country, but that does not diminish her Korean pride. Hana and her mother are henya, women of the sea, and they work for themselves. They live in a tiny village on Jeju Island's southern coast and dive in a cove hidden from the main road that leads into town. Hana's father is a fisherman. He navigates the South Sea with the other village men, evading imperial fishing boats that loot Korea's coastal waters for produce to repatriate back to Japan. Hana and her mother only interact with Japanese soldiers when they go to market to sell their day's catch. It creates a sense of freedom, not many on the other side of the island, or even on mainland Korea, a hundred miles to the north, enjoy. The occupation is a taboo topic, especially at market. Only the brave dare to broach it, and even then only in whispers and behind cupped hands. The villagers are tired of the heavy taxes, the forced donations to the war effort and the taking of men to fight on the front lines and children to work in factories in Japan. On Hana's island, diving is women's work. Their bodies suit the cold depths of the ocean better than men's. They can hold their breath longer, swim deeper, and keep their body temperature warmer. So for centuries, Jeju women have enjoyed a rare independence. Hana followed her mother into the sea at an early age. Learning to swim began the moment she could lift her head on her own. Though she was nearly eleven the first time her mother took her into the deeper waters and showed her how to cut an abalone from a rock on the seafloor. In her excitement, Hana lost her breath sooner than expected and had to race upward for air. Her lungs burned. When she finally broke the surface, she breathed in more water than oxygen. Sputtering with her chin barely above the waves, she was disoriented and began to panic. A sudden swell rolled over her, submerging her in an instant. She swallowed more water as her head dipped beneath the surface. With one hand, her mother lifted Hana's face above the water. Hana gulped in air between racking coughs. Her nose and throat burned. Her mother's hand, secured at the nape of her neck, reassured her until she recovered. Always look to the shore when you rise, or you can lose your way, her mother said, and turned Hana to face the land. There on the sand, her younger sister sat protecting the buckets containing the day's catch. Look for your sister after each dive. Never forget. If you see her, you are safe. When Hana's breaths had returned to normal, her mother released her and commenced diving with a slow forward somersault down into the ocean's depths. Hana watched her sister a few moments longer, taking in the serene sight of her resting on the beach, waiting for her family to return from the sea. Fully recovered, Hana swam to the buoy and added her abalone to her mother's catch, which was stowed safely in a net. Then she performed her own somersault, down into the ocean's thrumming interior, in search of another sea creature to add to their harvest. Her sister was too young to dive with them when they were that far from the shore. Sometimes when Hana surfaced, 
She would look first to the shore to find her sister chasing after seagulls, waving sticks wildly in the air. She was like a butterfly dancing across Hana's sightline. Hana was already seven years old when her sister was finally born. She had worried she would be an only child her whole life. She had wished for a younger sibling for so long. All of her friends had two, three, or sometimes even four brothers and sisters to play with each day and to share the burden of household chores, while she had to suffer everything alone. But then her mother became pregnant, and Hana swelled with such hope that she beamed each time she caught a glimpse of her mother's growing stomach. You're much fatter today, aren't you, mother? She asked the morning of her sister's birth. Very, very fat and uncomfortable, her mother replied, and tickled Hana's taut stomach. She tumbled onto her back and giggled with delight. Once she caught her breath, Hana sat beside her mother and placed a hand on the outermost curve of her bulging stomach. My sister or brother must be nearly done, right, mother? Nearly done? You speak as though I'm boiling rice inside my belly, silly girl. Not rice, my new sister, or brother, Hana added quickly, and felt a timid kick against her hand. When will she or he come out? Such an impatient daughter sits before me. Her mother shook her head in resignation. Which would you prefer, a sister or a brother? Hana knew the correct answer was a brother, so that her father would have a son to share his fishing knowledge with. But in her head, she answered differently. I hope you have a daughter, so that one day she can swim in the sea with me. Her mother went into labor that evening, and when they showed Hana her baby sister, she couldn't contain her happiness. She smiled the widest smile her face had ever known, yet tried with all her might to speak as though she was disappointed. I'm sorry that she is not a son, mother. Truly sorry, Hana said, shaking her head in mock sorrow. Then Hana turned to her father and pulled his shirt sleeve. He leaned down, and she cupped her hands around his ear. Father, I must confess something to you. I'm very sorry for you that she is not a son to learn your fishing skills, but... She took a deep breath before finishing. But I'm so happy I have a sister to swim with. Is that so? He asked. Yes, but don't tell mother. At seven years old, Hana was not skilled in the art of whispering, and gentle laughter rippled through the group of her parents' closest friends. Hana grew quiet. Her ears burned. She hid behind her father and peeked at her mother from underneath his arm to see if she had also heard. Her mother gazed at her eldest daughter and then looked down at the hungry infant suckling her breast and whispered to her newest daughter, just loud enough for Hana to hear. You are the most loved little sister in the whole of Jeju Island. Do you know that? No one will ever love you more than your big sister.